Welcome to the Floripa Yoga Podcast Community Talks, where teachers share about yoga and how to apply it in daily life. Hello, good morning, Eva. Here is Jada, and uh, I'm working at Floripa, and I'm in charge of managing all the activities there. Um, today I'm with one of my best friends, Eva. Um, she's the main yoga teacher at Floripa, and for sure, if you have been there, you already met her and practiced with her on the mat. And yeah, this morning, we are uh, having a nice chat about um, what is what it means yoga for her and uh, um, what about like her journey and so we are I'm very excited to go through this uh, topic because uh, we know each other since many years so I kind of know the story but I'm excited to share it with uh, all of you listening so I'm here with my cup of coffee and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and ciao Eva <laughs> thank you Jody hello everyone uh, thank you for such a beautiful intro I'm super happy to do the first podcast with you because as you said we know each other for many years but maybe this time it will be for the very first time that we look at it from a little bit different perspective <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah um, let's let's go ahead yeah, you want maybe to start telling us a little bit more about like your yoga journey, where it started and like how you fell in love with it or uh, like, yeah, yeah tell sure. us a little bit more. Um, yeah, I, I think I've started with uh, like a physical practice or asana practice uh, when I was in my, my 20s, when I was uh, still at school. And because I was always active since I was a little kid, I really, really enjoyed um, after my dancing classes, I enjoyed, I remember I enjoyed also the yoga classes. And then later on, um, I kind of uh, tried to kept a little bit my practice when, uh, when I was in banking, uh, when I was already working. But it was actually um, only when I left uh, my job and I went to kind of sabbatical and I visited India for the very first time um, that I have felt totally um, in love with yoga and um, it was due to the fact that I realized it's a way of life that there is a whole philosophy behind which really um, was very in interesting for me. Um, I Firstly, when I was in India, I came to an ashram and we were taught a philosophy. And uh, for me, it was so new. Um, also, practicing meditation for the very first time in my life <laughs> was really crazy. Uh, it was a silence <laughs> retreat. What so. was crazy? <laughs> what was crazy about meditation? Because I think uh, like a lot of students at Floripa always think that meditation is crazy, but why people <laughs> are watching it for the first time found it so crazy? I guess I was just not used to um, sit with my own thoughts and emotions. And I was probably not aware of like that inner chatter, which constantly was happening inside of me. So mm -hmm. all of a sudden, away, when they put us uh, to a seated position, and they said, okay, now we're gonna sit and meditate for an hour. And I was like, an hour? <laughs> <Are you> sure? <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, it, it has had a huge impact on me. Um, also including the fact that we were not allowed to speak. Uh, so all of a sudden the, um, the sounds of the voices which you normally hear from daily life, um, even the sound of traffic or whatever, everything was just like very distant and it kind of awakened the rest of the senses. And mm -hmm. I remember it has like changed my perception a little bit. Uh, so um, at the beginning, suffering so much, actually by the end of the silence retreat, I fell in love and I was like, I want to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay silent for the rest of my life or something like this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it was really great experience, um, which normally we have really like hard possibility to try on and I would highly recommend uh, <laughs> if someone would be intrigued uh, to give it a go for a couple of days in uh, in a safe place because it could give you um, a lot of different uh, insights ab also about yourself. But so do you think that uh, was uh, like you felt in love, uh, like you understood more about yourself uh, and how you were perceiving life um, because of the role of the teachers there or uh, mostly because of the activities so like, different uh, from you were used to do like at home? Like what you think that was really important for you in that moment? like the help of from the teachers that you met there or uh, like the activities and really like the silence that you were in? I, I think it was a combination of both. Um, they, they were Indians and they, you know, normally they lived the whole life inside the ashram. So their life pretty much looks looked like my life has been for 10 days only. Um, so I remember we've been asking them also certain questions by the end and um, I was amazed by how much inspiring um, the answers were about life in general and um, also the, the lectures uh, which has been happening there um, were mostly coming from Bhagavad Gita. Um, if you ever come across, it's a little bit like a Bible in Hinduism. Um, and yoga relates to it. And um, there were just certain chapters um, which uh, spoke about like um, certain examples of life, which we all experience. And um, it's like a, that beautiful allegory of a battlefield, right? Because our life is a constant battle, like we are we are experiencing all the time uh, challenges. And then it's really um, upon us how we decide to react to it and how we decide uh, to let it in uh, or how it actually shapes our life, either in a good or in a bad way. So it was the very first time, I think, when I realized that actually how my life looks like is in my hands. That I'm really, I'm really, really responsible for that, and that was um, uh, like kind of difficult to 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 um, maintain that responsibility, but at the same time, really also liberating. Because I remember from from that moment, I was like, okay, I am I am the the director, right, of of what's happening, and yeah. uh, from now on, I really, really want to think about. Um, 
how my life, how my daily life looks like. Um, because um, as probably many of us, I've been uh, raised in a way that um, even my family, my friends always had a certain expectations. And um, I was like that clear example of really following the, um, the social rules and standards and expectations mm -hmm. uh, back, back then when I was working in a bank. So I actually come from finance and um, that shift um, which has happened uh, after my 30s uh, has been also a big shock uh, for my whole <laughs> surrounding. But so you think that like, okay, how all these things uh, uh, shape it today, your uh, life, like coming to practical, uh, how all these teachings that now uh, I think it's uh, passed a little bit of time from your uh, first time in India and so from your first uh, um, understanding of, uh, of a new life that you could have, have. Uh, shape it from your uh, own hands, no? So, like, um, after all these years, uh, how you think that these things uh, practically shaped your life? So, what is really changed? And uh, what is, uh, like, that you teach in your classes? Because I think that all these things happening in your life also shape it the way how you teach and what you really want to share on the mat with people? I guess it was happening um, like gradually. It was not like the change didn't happen from one day to another. Like this experience was like kind of wake up, but then in the end it took me, it took me quite a long time to really incorporate yoga into my daily life, I would say. And uh, it's, it's still uh, like on daily basis uh, to find uh, certain time and moments where either I do asana or I do some breath uh, work or I mm, sit and meditate. Um, it's something which was happening like slowly and gradually, I would say. So even like if I may encourage uh, people who are listening, um, Try to start slowly and uh, with the areas which you really like and resonate with in yoga. And uh, I believe that the benefits itself, which you would be receiving from daily practice, would, sp would speak on behalf, right? Like there is um, nothing else that the, that the feeling we we may experience after a good yoga class <laughs> or um, after a certain breath work or meditation. Um, it actually releases a lot of a bunch of good hormones um, in our body. Uh, our whole physiology starts to change. Um, it affects our nervous system. So later on, I would say that it uh, has become for me like also a way that I wanted to understand more. So I started to study neuroscience. I started to um, dig into meditation because it took me really, really long time to start to um, practice meditation. Um, I tried literally maybe, I don't know, 100 techniques and I felt like nothing really works for me. Um, and it was only after 
I think two years ago when I when I found my my own way how to meditate, um, and uh, that has also um, helped me to establish yoga on a daily basis. So um, in in real the the yoga classes which um, which I am uh, sharing at Floripa are all of them are based on the fact that we are our best teacher. Uh, so my intention of in people who are present in the room is to become a self-explorer to really <laughs> like kind of switch off from what is happening around. Like I know I'm still there. I need to guide them somehow. But my really intention is that they they really start to listen what's happening inside my body, what's happening with my breath how my mind reacts and uh, that self-exploration can really uh, give you a lot of answers already, not only for your practice on the mat, but then <laughs> later on even outside the mat, no? how we react <laughs> in our daily life is very, very similar towards how we practice. It's, um, uh, it's like a mirror, like we sometimes we use that example of a mirror. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting, uh, everything that you are uh, sharing with us. I think that could be so useful for, for people to listening to it, because maybe um, we think that we already know certain things, but then it's always useful to hear them again and again. <laughs> um, so is that kind of correct, uh, saying that what you teach on the mat is uh, persistency? Because uh, you were speaking a lot about, uh, I, I tried many methods. Uh, I've been practicing a lot. Uh, the shift didn't happen on a daily, like from one day to another. So um, is the key really persistence? Like doing it and trying it, uh, letting our body to understand and to release hormones and uh, like to change our um, uh, physiology so is that correct everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> could be i would maybe add uh, curiosity ah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah curiosity absolutely because uh, i mean you need curiosity to go and find what is better for you as well or for others so yeah. you kind of give students uh, um these little uh, insights during the class like to to give them a little bit of curiosity to then go and be their own self-explorers exactly exactly yeah. i think that's the most fulfilling um and i think all we are all teachers at floripa can agree that only when we really see that the, the people are <laughs> listening to themselves and um, and ideally like applying uh, yoga in the daily life, that how the shift happens. And we are very lucky that many of the clients keep coming back. And um, that's also very nice to see their progress, you know, how they've changed, how, how they've evolved and um, that they see that it really works. And uh, many of them later on are also exploring or um, yeah, trying different different styles, different techniques. Um, and some of them 
come to meditation as well and that that is something i'm really a big advocate of um <laughs> even if it would be a five minutes per day there there have been studies um because yoga or meditation nowadays or even spirituality is something which is slowly turning into science um we have so many uh, studies um, and so many evidences of the benefits um, of these practices. Um, I'm not personally someone who mm, would believe um, in something like, it's very hard for me to believe in something intangible, but if I see uh, results mm, and if I see some evidences, then I really resonate with with that because I'm like, okay, it really works or I can test it on myself, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I truly believe that it will become full science one day, um, such as neurosciences. And um, the meditation itself, that would become like a part of, of people's life uh, or daily life, even if it would be very short, <laughs> even if it would be just focusing on the breath. Um, my, like if I may give like, any like personal suggestion from my own personal experience, uh, it would be keep trying and keep exploring um, what technique works for you and try to, to use it every day a little <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think that now uh, uh, our listeners uh, want to practice at least one class with you and for sure wants to try to meditate <laughs> i'm sure everyone now will uh, end the podcast and will sit uh, and try to meditate for two minutes uh, at least <laughs> well, we hope that it's gonna be like this <laughs> would be amazing well yeah. <laughs> thank you jadi for your beautiful guidance and uh, i'm happy i could share um some words about me and uh, I hope it was useful. Yeah, thank you a lot, Eva, for all your sharings. I'm sure that uh, our students and listeners will really appreciate uh, all your suggestions. And if you have any questions or you want to reach out with us, feel free to get in touch via Instagram, Eva Drapkova, or you can also write an email to welcome at floripa.it and uh, we warmly uh, waiting for you at Floripa Yoga and Surf House <laughs> for uh, some yoga practices together. Thank you, Eva. Thank you as well. Thank you for listening. And until next time, keep practicing. <laughs> A presto. <laughs> ciao. A presto. Ciao. <laughs>